Hey, this is Kevin the Bastard from Supernatural Selection. What we've got for you today is a special bonus. It is a sneak peek at some of the material you can hear if you join us on our Patreon. That is at patreon.com slash supernatural selection. You can also find the link at supernatpod.rocks. But this is the first 15 minutes of an episode me and David did about a documentary called Aliens and Agenda 21. We think it's really fun. We had a ball doing this one, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, If you want to hear more of this sort of content outside of the normal episodes, head over to our Patreon. Thanks a lot, and I hope to see you there. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Sources, your Patreon-exclusive series from Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me today is Mr. David Davis. David, how you doing? Doing well, Kevin. I am very excited to talk to you about the insanity that we both subjected ourselves to. (laughs) This is going to be great. Yeah, what what, what was the name of the documentary again? Uh, uh, Oh, it was Aliens and Agenda 21. That tells you everything you need to know right there. And uh, there you go. The the I love. Here's the thing. Before we even really get into it, I love that in the closing credits of this thing, it said cinematographer, and I'm like, this is a guy that put the set the camera up and went out for a smoke break for two hours. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, one thing that we'll talk about <laughs> is the quality of the documentary. Oh God, yes. And that's quality with a K. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's called quality. Um, so yeah, we uh, David sent me this uh, documentary by this guy named Aggie Nost, which sounds like a Mel Brooks joke waiting to happen. Aggie something, and uh, oh my god, it was two hours of just absolute batshit insanity. Well, and and here's the thing that I like most about it: if you want to mm-hmm. understand the conspiratorial mindset, just watch this. Oh, oh, yeah, no, this guy is, um, man, uh, I mean, like, he covers, uh, he, he he rounds the bases and slides into home. <laughs> it's like a greatest hits of conspiracy shit, I love it. <laughs> and he is the worst Dick Clark possible. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about the quality of the production before we go into subject matter. This, um... What would you call that he was sitting in front of, David? Was that a curtain or a drop cloth? I think it was just a drop cloth. I don't think he could even afford a curtains that run on a little runner. I think it was just like, you know, just black cloth that he got from like Joanne's Fabrics or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely just some black cloth draped over like a frame or something. And he's (sighs) sitting there like a fucking rock talking at you. And and it's also... um, Sorry, I'm turning off a fan here. There we yeah, go. no problem. Um, <laughs> so it, it's also that like he's sitting there in front of that for about close to two hours. Yeah, possibly longer because there are cuts. Oh, yes, yes. Very, um, very noticeable cuts. Oh, yeah, no, like just head moving instantaneously cuts. And uh, speaking of cuts, I think my favorite part of the entire thing were the smash cuts to pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, at one point he's talking about uh, Agenda 21, and there's a smash cut to one of the Rothschilds. Uh, yes, um, just out we'll, of we'll nowhere. Get some of the, we'll get into some of the more like cringy kind of. Uh, oh yeah, no. Let's say racist elements of it. I think that's a fair word to use. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, so, uh, but another thing regarding the quality is mm-hmm. the uh, 
Okay, so number one, the uh, the music and how you couldn't go more than like five minutes before a new title card, and sometimes no more than like thirty seconds before a new title card with the same melody. Yeah, I mean the general idea is is like there's a title card that'll say like uh, just off the cuff bacon, and it <laughs> and and there's something that should like go with uh, I don't know Captain America showing mm-hmm. up on screen. Well, and, and it's great because a lot of those title cards are just like, can you live forever? And then he, he immediately cuts in, can you live forever? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, bacon. Do you like bacon or sausage? And then just smash cuts to another freaking title sequence with another sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's true. Um, it's, I don't know. I don't, I, I hate it, but I love it. Well, one way to kind of, like, for people who are in the know, um, for anyone who's up at, like, 3 in the morning watching shit, um, if you see reality films, turn the other way. Or, or you know, just mm-hmm. go for the ride. Because it, it's uh, the company, Reality Films, uh, they do a lot of this stuff. I'm going to send you a lot of reality film stuff. I'm, oh, please uh, I do. I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> well, this was, but, um, and this was uh, yeah. I believe it was called Time Stream Productions. But Reality Films is the distributor. But I believe Timestream is his company. Oh, it's hard. Oh. Believe it or not, there is not a lot of information on this guy. I kind of find well, I kind of <laughs> find it hard to believe, but I don't find it hard to believe. <laughs> uh, all we know definitively is he's a pilot, and he's a time traveler, a time traveling pilot. That's like the first thing he fucking says. He's like, <laughs> "I'm a professional pilot." And uh, I have also traveled through time. Yes. Um, I don't know what accent I'm doing here. It's I, just, it's... Here's the thing. I don't know what accent he's doing. He says he's from Norway, <laughs> but he doesn't sound like any Norwegian I've ever met. So it's like it's like German and Norwegian and... Well, he's one of those Tempe, Arizona Norwegians. <sighs> you know, there's so many of them. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> Um, oh, and speaking of time travel, I think my favorite smash cut is that thing where it cuts to him, and I guess it's meant to be taken seriously, where he is in front of a wooden box with some shit glued to it, for lack of a better term, and he's holding what looks like a rod in mm-hmm. a T-shape, and he has a metal band with wires on his head attached yes. to the box. That is the exact same thing in Napoleon Dynamite when Kip has his little thing. Uh-huh. And yep. in front of the box is a printed card in Impact that just says, Time Machine. <laughs> and that's as much as we know about his time travel. Also, can I say, and I think I pointed this out like off mic uh, in our discussion... You can't use yourself as a reference in your own fucking documentary. Yes, because he, he continually cites like, there are only three books about this subject, uh, and I happen to have published one of them <laughs> online, online. God damn it. Yeah, no. And I, I'm sure this guy's books are kind of like the um, like the yellow book in that it's like just photos of pages that you buy <laughs> self-published off Amazon. I actually looked at some of the Amazon reviews, and like there are a bunch of them that are very glowing because it's like the the new age people who are oh, yeah. like, "Oh, this is enlightening." Mm-hmm. But then it's great as you look at the one and two star reviews, mm-hmm. and it's just they're like it is a massive just 
unedited, poorly written text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, he apparently has issues with punctuation. Well, like even on his website, you can tell like he's not the strongest writer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is definitely not the strongest writer. He is also not a good editor. English is obviously not his first language. I don't know that he has a first language. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's see the website. Oh, well, can we, can we talk about his hair? Like, oh. I, it's kind of cheap to make fun of a person's appearance, but he looks like he has a mangrove forest sitting on his head. <laughs> Okay, he seriously looks like uh, something from a Kids in the Hall sketch in that he obviously has, like, long, natural hair, mm-hmm. but not on the top of his head. Yeah, it's it's like he has, like, an atmosphere that's floating over his scalp. It looks like someone shot a Pomeranian and laid it on his scalp. You know, and I, I feel bad about mentioning this stuff, but part of trying to be convincing is to have, like, a certain presentation. And if your presentation looks like you don't really care about like your hair because it's like he had a scalp and then he like ripped it up and those are the roots that are just immediately exposed and then you have the scalp over it it's 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 like a layer of smog on his head yeah and it's it's a mullet as well which is also a problem amazing yeah i mean he's a snappy dresser at least (laughs) yeah he's a snappy dresser at least uh, no, he's not. My wife tore into me when I said, oh, that's not too bad of a look. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, come on. Okay, admittedly, he looks like he should be hosting the new version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but still. He looks like a tweet hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, he does. I, I did not make that connection until just now. You know, and I, I don't want to dwell on the appearance, but, like, that is part of, like, <clears throat> being convincing. That it, yeah, and it immediately takes me out of it when I look at him. Like hey, he could have put some more presentation into this. Sure, but the bad thing is, I'm looking at the jacket, going, "I've got that jacket." Oh my god! Yeah, I don't wear it, <laughs> but I've got it. You just need to style your hair like his. Uh, let's not talk <laughs> about the current situation my hair's in. <laughs> That's a real conspiracy. That's yeah. I think it's like a genetic thing that once you get into this stuff, you start turning into Aggie Nost. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm fucked. Oh, I'm doomed. Yeah. Oh, I shook my head, so I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I am so fucked. Um, so his website is is something to behold. Isn't it great? I love it so much. It it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look quite like web point one point one, but it feels like old web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially like he's using like WordPress and stuff. Yeah. Clearly, but mm-hmm. like it's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I notice you've got in here. Save this website and visit it every day. You will find new quote stuff. Yes, <laughs> I, I love the emphasis on like stuff there. It's like, what it, does that even mean? And it's like you know, we're not saying it's st- like stuff. I mean, it's like in quotation marks. Like we don't know what the stuff is. Mm-hmm. It it then, it might be hot dogs. It might be information. We don't know. Now, now here, here's what is important that I want to point out is, mm-hmm. um, like, the reason he's able to kind of get away with some of the crazy shit he's, he says that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. he puts, and of course, I am not a doctor, so anything I write should not be construed as prescription or medical advice. I am not a lawyer, so I do not give legal advice. I'm not a licensed financial planner, so I do not give financial advice. I'm just one who share, who, I am just one who share my research in the area of, quote, life 
on the bases, not basis, but bases, like bases. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, your bases are belong to us. Yeah. Of free speech as provided in the Constitution of the United States of America and the statutes as written. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how he's able to get away with like making the claims that he does, um, which he makes some very fun ones. Um, and mm-hmm. by fun, I mean very criminal and dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I love that he does, at one point in the documentary, he does say, before you try any of this stuff, you should talk to your doctor, then realizes what he says, and you should not try any of this stuff until you've researched it yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Oh, and then, well, let's also talk about that photo he has of himself on the main page. The one where he's glowing? The, the uh, It's an aura specifically. He writes... Uh, and yes, the picture is a Kirillian photo of me. It shows a bioelectric magnetic oh field and aura around my body. Let me tell you, I <laughs> I have actually been listening to a podcast where they've been talking about that photography. And every time, uh, I don't know if you can hear my eyes rolling into the back of my head. Oh, I hear a rattling. Okay, good. Because like, every time I hear that, I think two things. Oh, Jesus Christ, not this again. And number two, that uh, photo from the opening of the X-Files of the hand with the red knuckle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's what always pops into my head. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have to, like, provide the link to the website or something, because, like, everybody should yeah. take a look at this. Like, I, I love web I'm gonna put it. I'm going to put it in the uh, the info uh, when this goes up on the Patreon. Yeah, because there's just something about, like, I, I love web oddities. I'm going to have to do the uh, immortality rings. We'll have to do that as a an episode. Oh, yes. Um, yes, but... Um, Is that like a oh, web ring? Course, uh, so, uh, <laughs> do you remember Tech TV? Mm, absolutely. So, so, Tech TV had a late night talk show, which I absolutely love, called Unscrewed with uh, Martin Sargent. Okay. And he would he would like he would do like web oddity shit. Okay. So he would um he would get this guy. I think his name was like Francis Chu or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Chu. Mm-hmm. And he operated this immortality wing rings website. But okay. he would have this guy on all the time, and they became friends. Um, but it's just, it's such a wonderfully, like, strange kind of, like, this is the early days of the Wild West kind of website thing. Oh, yeah, no, I miss that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. that would be great for, uh, the, the Patreon, I think, is just kind of go through some of the stuff. Yeah, basically, uh, yeah, the show basically is us talking about where we go to get our stuff and the stuff we find that maybe it's not enough for an episode. I just sent you a picture of them. Okay, pl- uh, I gotta... <laughs> Oh, my. Okay, here's the thing. The first thing I think when I see this picture is, which doctor is this? Is this like a, like a somewhere between Tom Baker and, uh, and, uh, like, uh Peter well, Davidson? Yeah, if Doctor Who were real, this is what Doctor Who would look like. <laughs> like, trying to attempt to be human. Yeah, nobody would run off on an adventure with this guy. <laughs> In fact, they uh, would call the police. Also, I want to tell people to go to the photo gallery because it's please, amazing. Please, please do. In fact, the entire site is really amazing and just worth your time to go and just browse around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's I, 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 I'm so glad you pointed me at this guy. So um, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm going through the gallery and I love it. I know it's, so it's much. just it's pleasing to mm-hmm. some degree. Yeah. 